podcasting from Boston, Massachusetts, the city of innovation, education, and of course, Fenway Park, this is TI Clergy Corner, bringing you timely, insightful, and impactful sermons from Temple Israel of Boston. In this episode, we'll hear a live recording of Rabbi Dan Slipakov's Kabbalat Shabbat sermon delivered at Temple Israel of Boston on November 19, 2019, entitled, We Offer Our Children. Shabbat Shalom. One of my favorite moments every week is the opportunity to lead Torah study with our seventh graders on Sundays. They certainly bring a fresh perspective to the text, which more often than not presents as intense scrutiny over the details within the parsha. What starts as curiosity oftentimes turns into something deeper, a conversation that started as gross, Abraham's brother married his niece? (laughs) Turned into a deeper conversation about tribalism and family ties. As rabbis tend to do, we often answer their questions with other questions. But sometimes the situation calls for a real and direct answer, which can be very difficult (laughs) to produce. Take last week. Along with Rabbi Zecher, we studied the complicated relationship between Abraham, Sarah, and Hagar, not to mention their catalytic children, Ishmael and Isaac. Our students were upset, borderline appalled, really, with the treatment of Hagar at the hands of Sarah and Abraham, her enslavement, her role as a surrogate, and her mistreatment at the hands of our patriarch and matriarch, all raised questions of why did it have to be this way? We gave them a chance to embody the characters and ask their questions directly to God. If you're wondering what God looks like, imagine Rabbi Zecher in a blue cape standing on a chair in heels. (laughs) Precariously perched, God fielded the questions from Hagar. Why did you let this happen to me? From Abraham, why did you steer me towards bad advice? And Sarah, why did you cause me to be jealous? Rabbi Zecher gave some great answers, explaining in a very godly way that humans could not begin to understand the inner workings of the universe and were not privy to the details of the master plan. Besides, humans have been blessed with free will, and these three needed to take some personal responsibility for the situations they found themselves in. These are very good answers, yet they were not fully satisfactory. Friends, these students are not going to enjoy this Sunday's discussion on the Akedah. Okay, I I really did not want to give this sermon tonight, especially as we celebrate some joyous milestones together. But like the broken glass at a wedding, our world is a blend of joy and sorrow simultaneously. I feel compelled to speak out, for I dare not envision complacency. There was yet another school shooting yesterday. Once more, a school, what should be a safe and stable pillar of the community, was rocked by violence, ripping apart families and sending shockwaves of terror across our nation. This was not an isolated incident. Yesterday alone, 
At the very least, there were 65 other acts of gun violence across the country. Simultaneous to the news breaking in California, the Senate did not support a House bill demanding universal background checks for all gun purchases. <coughs> I, as a rabbi, have to get used to young people asking, how could you let this happen as a father, as a member of the community? In our society, where children below the age of 18 are more and more in tune with the world, news, and politics, and yet still disenfranchised without a vote, we owe it to them to have answers to the whys and hows of the world. And more frequently, the answer, you don't see the whole picture, isn't answer enough. Our young people have become like the biblical Isaac, tied and bound to an altar, struggling as someone else makes the decisions which impact their lives. And for those divinely rescued, they are forever changed by events so early in life. How will they be supported? How will they cope as they continue to navigate? Where will their pain manifest? According to the Center for Disease Control, firearms are the second leading cause of death for American children and the first leading cause of death for children of color. The horrific mass shootings which grip our headlines account for less than a percentage point of the deaths by gun violence that our country suffers every year. Far more common are the acts of street crime, suicide, or domestic violence. Akhar hadevarim ha'ela, after all these things, after all that we've seen, we have yet to learn the lesson and we have yet to pass the test. Where is the angelic voice from above that cuts through the chaos and calls us as a society to drop our weapon of choice? In these moments, we can both lift up our eyes to the heavens for answers and roll up our sleeves for change. Together, we pray like everything depends on God, but we work as if everything depends on us. We owe it to our young people with us today, our students, to fix our broken world. We can learn from our wedding couple that things take time and things take work that is continuous. I'd like to lift up two of our community partners who are partners with one another who take on gun violence every day. The Massachusetts Coalition to Prevent Gun Violence and the Lewis D. Brown Peace Institute. The coalition brings together groups and individuals from across all spectrums of life in Massachusetts, focused on ending the national epidemic, the talk in healthcare terms of gun violence. Local coalition members include hospitals, houses of faith like our own, justice organizations determined to save lives through education and advocacy. The coalition is active in state legislature and currently working on campaigns aimed at suicide prevention and curbing urban violence. And the Lewis D. Brown Peace Institute is a center of healing, teaching, and learning for families and communities impacted by trauma, grief, and loss, named for an individual who lost his life at the age of 15 while on his way to a Teens Against Gun Violence program. The Institute is committed to transforming society's response to homicide so that every family impacted is treated with dignity and compassion. 
To learn more about one of these fine organizations, please connect with me or Tali Putterman. The next time someone asks you, how could this happen? The answer may still be, I don't know. But it can quickly be followed with, here's what I did about it. In God's call to Abraham, the word ha'alehu is operationalized to mean makes as an offering. Some commentators offer a different interpretation, arguing that Abraham was never meant to sacrifice his son. Instead, he was instructed to bring Isaac up alongside him to educate his son in the ways of sacrifice and service to God. That's our role as parents and adults in this world. Here we are, charged with lifting up our children and showing them a way through the world that is paved with love and good deeds. Let us lead by example. We'll close this moment in song, echoing the words of the prophet Isaiah. As we pray and work for the moment when our nation does not lift up sword against itself or any other nation, may we study war no more. Thanks for listening to TI Clergy Corner. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll visit our website, www.tisrael.org slash clergycorner. This has been a Temple Israel of Boston production. Join us next time for another episode of TI Clergy Corner.